This is WTF What the Foot Radio Podcast, a podcast to tune into and learn all about feet in the news, entertainment, sports, and healthcare. You want to know the truth? We will give you the truth. Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. Dennis Timko, the Foot Guy. You are listening to my What the Foot radio podcast. Welcome back, New York Yankees of the old. And we stormed in again and made a big, big purchase today this morning uh as everybody knows i'm a big yankees fan and i know i'm living here in st louis but uh i'm from the east coast and i had to kind of mention this morning uh our new york yankees uh anybody out there on the east coast listening to me uh did sign the japanese free agent mashahiro tanaka this morning uh seven years 155 million um, one of the highest free agent signings from Japan. Actually, the it is the highest. Um, a lot more than you Darvish got a few years ago by the Texas Rangers. And so, um, as I talked about him in my previous podcast about a month ago, I was against the Yankees signing him. And I still feel the same way. However, I think um, he'll have a couple good years. Um, but I think he'll break down probably in the second or third year. So if they can win this year, do some damage this year with all the signings they made, I think they signed about five new guys this year, spent about $454 million shopping spree, and uh, hopefully uh, they didn't enjoy the losing last year, and um, this will put them over the edge, and maybe get a uh, Yankees-Cardinals World Series next year that I might be able to afford. Um but anyway, um, this Japanese pitcher uh, known as Ma Kun in Japan, um, what bothers me is that uh, he pitched a lot of pitches um, and innings over the last seven seasons. He averaged about 188 innings uh, per year, which is not horrible. But what about prior to his professional career? There was talking that in his high school and younger days that he threw a lot of pitches, which is not a good idea. I know with my little boy, he's only six months old, and I keep telling my wife and uh, my uh, his grandparents that uh, he's going to play baseball. Yeah, he's from a soccer background, too, and, you know, being uh, married to a Bosnian woman, Europeans love their soccer. So we'll get him involved in soccer, but uh, but baseball is my passion. I want to get uh, my little guy playing some baseball and let him decide what he likes best. But if he does pitch, he is not going to pitch a lot of innings, and most likely I will not let him pitch when he's younger, if he decides to even want to pitch. Um, but anyway, um, you know, he threw, this uh, Masahiro Tanaka guy threw 160 pitches in one game back in November 3rd of this sh- this past year in the uh, Japanese World Series. And then he came out again in the next game, which was game seven, to close out the game and threw a few more pitches, which is kind of mind-boggling, which you would never see that happen here in American, uh, in the U.S. But uh, the difference... Um, he is a Yankee now. Um, hopefully he does well. Hopefully he lasts. 
He was 24-0 last year with the Japanese team. Uh, his ERA was 1.27, which was amazing. But Japanese uh, hitters are a lot different than American hitters. Um, he's also known as being good under pressure. Played for a expansion Japanese team, but he did play in the World Series last year for J Japan against the Yamayuri Giants, which is the New York Yankees, supposedly, of the Japanese League. Um, anyway, um, he does have one of the best pitches called the splitter in the game. Uh, he doesn't throw really fast. I heard he throws in the 90s, uh, low 90s. Um, but you uh, Darvish is a pitcher, uh, throws in the high 90s, mid to high 90s. So he's more of a contact ground ball pitcher. He will strike out a few players, but uh, hopefully he does well. Anyway, let's begin our episode number 10. Why I prefer trimming toenails versus performing surgery. Very interesting blog that I wanted to talk about. And if you read my blog, you'll see the simple 10 reasons why I decided to talk about this. And being a professional podiatrist and in being in practice for the last 10 years, I have come to find out that with healthcare reform, making some major changes over the last few years, I've, I've noticed a significant decrease in the reimbursement for procedures. And that is the big thing with healthcare reform, is they are trying to decrease procedures. The more procedures, the more money. And I've talked about this in the past. Doctors like orthopedics, like cardiologists, you perform more procedures, your incentive, incentive to make more money. Well, healthcare reform is trying to save that. They're trying to reduce the costs. So everything's dropping. So what I'm saying here, number one, let's go over this. And I'm sure if any podiatrists are listening to me, you'll probably have half of them laughing at me and half of them not laughing at me, probably shaking their head going, I agree. I totally agree with this guy. Um, I'm in the same position, and, and I'm sure majority of podiatrists are like this. Um, they're seeing the, the reimbursements drop, and, um, and, and, and so I'm just going to, say it out loud and explain my top 10 reasons why I feel that trimming toenails is a lot better than doing foot surgery. Number one, it's simple. It's easy, painless, and a monkey can do it. Well, maybe not a monkey, but I've done so many of them, I feel like a monkey can do it. You don't need that much effort in doing it. Um, you might need to learn how to use both hands. Um, and the, the plus thing is when you're working on a patient doing it, you don't have to think about it. You can chat with the patients. People like to talk. People like to hear stories of their life. So that's number one. Number two, you only need one tool. That tool usually is a good Miltex stainless steel nail nipper. Costs between 75 to 100 bucks. It'll probably last five to ten years if you take good care of it, sharpen it, clean it. You know, we can reuse them. We we cleanse them in a in a good sterilized uh, cold sterilization tool, uh, and uh, it's clean. Anyway, um, and we autoclave it between every day. So, number three, won't ever get sued. Exactly. I hope I just didn't jinx myself, but 
in 10 years have not gotten sued by any nursing home, by any patient that I trimmed their toenails. So that goes to number four, decrease malpractice costs. Won't ever get sued, which means no malpractice needed. However, you always need malpractice because I'm always going to do other things. But majority of the time, if you're doing most of your toenail trimming and ingrown toenails and kind of palliative foot care, you're, you're not, your malpractice is not going to be that high. Number four, patients are always happy after these treatments. They always feel better every time I trim their toenails. And when I say toenails, I'm not trimming your, you know, foo-foo toenails, and I'm not doing these clean spas and all this stuff. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, doing medical debridements. We call them debridements, not trimmings, but medical debridements. Um, it is a surgery. It's technically considered a surgery in the minds of the insurance company because it is a code. And it's coded by the CPT code. So patients always feel better. They're always happier after you take care of them and you trim them down. And they always feel better in their shoes, walking around. And they always walk out of my office feeling much better. Number five, I can see about four to five patients in one hour time frame. And that means... More patients, more happy people. Um, and let's compare it to doing a bunion. So bunion, easy procedure. We all do them. That we're, we're podiatrists. We learned how to do them. It's our pretty much, you know, bread and butter procedure. Um, there are different types of bunionectomies, which I won't get into detail at this time. But um, let's just say a bunion pays around $400. You know, some insurances pay 500 some insurances pay 300 Let's just say 400 an average. Let's take in consideration the driving time to and from the surgery center, to and from the hospital. Let's talk about dictating our notes. Let's talk about going and talking to the family about, you know, the procedure, how well it went, mom and dad's doing fine, you know, brother and sister's doing fine. You know, they're not in any pain right now. And when the numbness wears out, they'll feel something. Take your medication. You know, don't walk on it. Here's a walking cast boot. You know, four to six weeks, you'll feel better, blah, blah, blah. And time time goes on. And, you know, that's a good two, two and a half hours of your time. So four to five patients at $30 to $40, you know, if it's a covered service, you're looking at 120 to 160 to 200 dollars an hour versus 400 dollars for two hours. That's about the same. You're getting about the same. But guess what? That gets to number seven. We don't lose any sleep over it. So, hmm. I can sleep better if I don't do surgery. Yeah, I mean, some people have better, you know, maybe they're trained better in the in their minds, you know, maybe they've worked themselves up and they, they've done it so many times, these major surgeries, and, you know, they don't care about patients walking all over their foot or bumping into things or calling you at 5 in the morning said, oh, was I not supposed to, you know, walk on this? 
Uh, or was I not supposed to take that medicine you told me to take afterwards? Or was I not supposed to go to work next week? Um, you know, maybe some doctors don't really care, you know, but I care. So that kind of bothers me. And sometimes I lose a little sleep over it. I know I've talked to some of my colleagues out there. They are the same as me. Some of them very caring doctors out there that uh, can lose some sleep over some of these non-compliant patients. And you just never know what patients you're dealing with. I mean, there are ways to kind of, you know, figure out which patients to do surgery on and which ones not to do it on. And, you know, you can go through all that and, and do the right thing and still have a bad complication. So um, I don't lose sleep over it, trimming toenails. Uh, we're at number eight, or I believe number seven. Uh, the, the document, documenting is a lot easier. Sometimes we have templates. Sometimes we can dictate simple notes. Sometimes I have a little piece of paper with check boxes. I'll make sure that it's Medicare compliant and I meet all the criteria and bullets for it. Very simple. Not too much thought taken from it. I mean, documenting uh, trimming toenails can be kind of boring. Um, I use my iPad. I have a note-taking system. I have special bullets. I click the button. It forms the note. You know, I go through all the uh, meaningful use criteria, allergies, medications, blah, blah, blah. So it can be kind of boring and tedious and and uh, ruins your weekend. But you know what? It's It's not too, too bad considering... You're not putting yourself at significant risk. Number nine, less time to schedule the patient, administer administrative work. We know easily who qualifies, who doesn't. We can tell people ahead of time, you know, it's not covered. You're going to have to pay cash or it's covered. You're no problem. With Medicare, it's every 61 days, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, so less, less time, less, uh, your, your staff is not spending a whole lot of time. You're not worried about calling the patient insurance and spending three, four hours on the phone figuring out, is it qualified? Do they pay for this service? You know, and, and next thing you know, you're paying your staff $10, $15 an hour, you know, for a $30 service. It's not worth it. But in this case, it's, it's, it's not bad. And number 10, the last thing. I can perform this procedure from practically anywhere. I can go to the patient's home. I can go to a nursing home. I can do it in my office. I can even have a buddy come over to my house. My toenail bothers me. I'll come over and I'll take care of it. I mean, as simple as that, I always get my buddies, my buddies that are in my fantasy, you know, groups, fantasy baseball groups. Uh, they're always calling me. Hey, I need help here. Text me this picture. My wife's got a toenail problem. Of course, what, what's Dr. Timko do? Of course, I got to be Mr. Nice Guy. That's me. So I care about my patients, and that's my 10 reasons why I prefer trimming toenails over doing foot surgery on any day of the week.
Well, that's it for the WTF Podcast Show. Thank you for joining us. For more information on us or our show, check us out at www.feetdoc.com. Ciao.